So guys, today we are talking about your breakthrough is on the way, basically how to not quit, how to ensure that you don't quit. And this is an important thing, Amen. right? Yes. How, how many times have, has our breakthrough been like right around the corner, yep. right? And then we just kind of handed it off, yep. you know? Like, see, when, right before our breakthrough happens, that's when the enemy tries to put the most pressure on yeah. us. Yeah. And, so, and so that's why it's so important for any believer to not give up, to not quit. You know, yes. like anytime I talk about this, I'm reminded of a story and m mom knows uh, about it. Uh, Joni's on. She says uh, her mom's watching. Hey, TT Sarah, good to see you guys. Serena's watching. Uh, George is watching. He says, there's plaid? Yep, we're wearing plaid today. Um, so, uh, but it reminds me of, of a story. Uh, basically, when I was, when I was uh, youth, a youth, you know, so long ago. You were a youth? When I was a youth. I think youth, you're still a youth. A youth. When I was a youth. I consider you still a when youth. When I was a teenager. Is yeah. that better? Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> um, when I was a teenager, I didn't get the greatest grades. And um, there, in my senior year, my I dad gave me. Really? Yeah. You're brilliant. Why would you not get great grades? So, so like, I'm trying to tell if you're being sarcastic. No, no. so yeah. totally serious. No, I just didn't apply myself. That was me. I see. So, um, so mm. my, my dad gave me an incentive my senior year. He said, if you get straight A's. I'll, I'll buy you a car. Um, I actually, I really wanted a Ford Mustang GT at that point. And, um, and so wow. he told me, like, if, if you get good grades, I'll, I'll get you a, a Mustang. Okay. And, uh, and, or if you get straight A's, I'll get you a Mustang. All right. So, so entering into that school year, uh -huh. I uh, applied myself very well. I would you know, assume for so, that, yes. For that first semester or so. Okay. You know, and then getting into the second semester, I kind of lost sight of it a little oh. bit of, of what he told me. I uh, started slacking a little bit. I got a, I got a couple B's in my, my second semester. Third semester, I kind of got a couple C's. And then, like, it just kind of, as time went on, and as I lost sight of what my dad told me, I kind of just stopped applying myself. I kind of forgot about it. Actually, You forgot I, about it? Well, I, there wow. was a point where I wasn't doing very mm. well that I, that I convinced myself he actually, you know what? He probably wasn't that serious about it anyway. You know, like, I don't know if we can afford so, it. So you're know. thinking he was kind of betting against the possibility that you would actually yeah, yeah. get all the way so, there? Yeah, so basically I started telling myself, you know, you know what, I, I don't think he was really serious about it. Okay. I, like, like, I don't see how, I don't know if we can afford it. I don't know where we're at. You know, mm. I, so I began to convince myself that direction, and I stopped applying myself. I see. And so guess what happened? Didn't get a car. Didn't, well, I didn't get straight A's. Yeah. Didn't get a car, and Dang. I just kind of forgot about it. And then okay. about a year and a half, two years after I graduated, I like I came up to my dad. I'm like, D you remember when you told me that you would get me that Mustang? I was like, well, you, you weren't serious about that, were you? And he said, no, I was. I was he, he, he told me, I actually started uh, moving money around and started Whoa. trying to figure a way. I was researching cars. I was basically... <laughs> Basically, the second he gave me that promise, he was already working it out to, to get it to me. He was oh, working out a way that? to do it. But yeah. here's the thing. Since I lost sight of it yeah. and since I stopped pursuing it, yeah. I, di I didn't receive it. And, and, here, and mm. here's the thing. Mm. Um, here's the thing. You will never hear me say my dad d had no intention of getting me that Mustang because I don't have it. Right? Yeah. You, like, I, I have no right to say that. You're right. Because, yeah. because he, he said, if you do this, I'll give you this. Right? Yes. And, and since I took my eyes off of that, I didn't, I didn't receive mm. what my dad promised me. Mm. And so, but, but here's the thing. How many things, you know, have we missed out on no that, that God has promised us because we've just lost sight of it? 
or because we started pursuing it, but we didn't finish because, you know, either the cares of the world or, or different things like that came in and, and we gave up on it. But, yeah. but I'm telling you today, here's the thing. The second God gives you a promise, mm. put this in the comments. The second God gives me a promise, he starts working out how to get it to me. That, that's the reality. The second God gave you a promise in his word, the second you see the promise in the word and receive it by faith, it's already on the way. Amen. Put, put that in the comments. My breakthrough is on the way. My breakthrough is on the way. No, it's not, it's not something that's you know, far off in the distance. It's True. already coming to you. Yes. It, it reminds me of Daniel, right? Mm -hmm. When Daniel determined himself to begin fasting and praying, yeah. right? What, what, what did the angel say when the angel came to him? The day the you day set you yourself, yep. the day you started, I, I was sent to you. Yes. you know, so, so it's not like, you know, it's not like, well, you know, one day in the great by and by. No, the second I make that prayer of mm -hmm. faith, the breakthrough is already sent to me. Amen. It's already been sent to me, and it's my job to not give up on it. It's my job to hold on to the promise mm -hmm. until, until it manifests. That's, mm -hmm. that's my responsibility. Yes, I agree. I'm I, with you 100%. Yeah. The, word, uh, the Lord in his word says mm -hmm. that he, he is looking to support yeah. anybody that's gonna, mm -hmm. that wants to follow him. and that yeah. he, he is going to support his word. He is mm -hmm. going to bring it to pass. It's yeah. not going um, to go by the wayside because what God said is not going to mm -hmm. happen. God is going to perform His yeah. word and bring it to pass, okay. and and our faith needs to be in His word that He's mm -hmm. going to support it, and yeah. that He loves us so much mm -hmm. that He has already provided everything we need to get where where yeah. He has called us to go. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Bible the Bible tells us God is working all things together mm -hmm. for the good of those yeah. who love Him and yes. are called according yes. to His purposes. Uh, Barry, can you put the re that reference in? Uh, I just forget what the reference is. Romans eight. Romans 8, God, God is working all things together for the good of those. Romans 8, 28, God works all things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. What does that mean? That means right now God is working it together. That means God's not up in heaven just waiting for the day when he'll just bring it to you. No, he's already working it out. God works all things together for the good of those who love. God is working. Put that in the comments. God is working it out. Put Romans 8, 28 in the comments and then put God is working it out. God Amen. is moving the pieces. God is already, just like my dad, when he, was, when he began to move around the money, when he started to move, when he started to research and figure mm -hmm. out how he can get it into my hands, God is already moving pieces to bring things to you. Yes. It, it's already happening. You, you might be in a position right now where you're like, man, how am I going to be able to, to pay rent this month? Or how, how in the world am I going to be able to, to pay off this debt? How, how am I going to do this? All you have to do is, is see what does God say in his word and, and attach your faith to it. Maybe so towards it, what, whatever the Lord tells you to do and recognize God's working it out. Mm -hmm. God's already bringing the supply. God's already bringing the provision. If I'm in his will and if I'm attaching my faith to his promises, he's yes. working it yes. out. Oh, yeah. He's working it out. Working all things together for mm -hmm. the good of those who are called and love him. Yeah. And one of the things that, that I had to learn over time was that I couldn't, if I love God and I'm trying to serve him and I'm looking to him for leadership and his word, for guidance, mm -hmm. that, that he is big enough to work within me mm -hmm. to get me and my head mm -hmm. in the, going in the direction he wants me to go. It's, it's not necessarily that I can, I can mess up his plan. Um, I mean, there are ways you can disobey 
and you are, you are actually messing up God's plan of what he has for you. Yeah. But if you're seeking him and, and you're trying to serve him and, and you're living by this word and letting this word affect you and, and, um, and lead your decisions, mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit is, you're, you're honoring the Lord and, and what he is saying to you, mm-hmm. he's going to work everything, no matter what the yeah. little be- bits and pieces are mm-hmm. that the enemy might try to throw at you as either distraction mm-hmm. or discouragement or you know, things you have to overcome, things yeah. you have to work your, yourself through or work through. Mm-hmm. Um, none of those things can wreck God's plan. Yeah. I mean, if you, look, if you look at this whole word from end to end, the devil's been doing everything he can since the beginning of time. Yeah. And he hasn't wrecked God's plan yet. No. It's not, it's not wrecked. It's mm-hmm. going to happen exactly how God said it's going to happen. Yeah. And if we're seeking him and letting him move in our life, mm-hmm. he is going to make all those things work together, yeah. whatever they are, mm-hmm. including me and, mm-hmm. and what I, you know, my... I guess my perspective of things, yeah. he's going to work it out. Yeah. He's going to bring to pass what he says he wants to have happen. Yeah. So. And the beauty of Romans 8.28, it says, and God works all things mm-hmm. together. Yes. All things. Mm-hmm. So that means there's no area in your life that God is not able to work it out. You know, there's no, no situation that you face that God's not working it out. Yeah. You know, the only, the only reason we might miss it is if we choose to try to work it out on our own. Yeah. But that's not going to be you. Now, just determine right now. No, I'm not going to. See, that's what Abraham did whenever he messed up with Hagar and mm-hmm. God Ishmael. You know, mm-hmm. he tried to work it out on his own. Well, God yeah. said this, so let me try to work it out on my own. No, no, no. That's not, that's not how we operate. That's not how you operate. No, I put my Amen. faith in God. If he gave me a word, he's going to perform it. Amen. I don't have to figure out how it's going to work out. I just know he's working it out. And I can put my faith. God, I know you're working it out. God, if there's any wisdom you need to give me, give it to me. But I'm just going to trust that you're working it out. You're working all things together. Serena said it. There's no situation I face that God isn't able to work it out. And I, I want to direct you guys to First uh, Kings chapter 18. This is such, such a beautiful story where you see, you know, that, that not quit attitude, right? Because we're not called to quit. The, our breakthrough is around the corner. So if you look at 1 Kings chapter 18, I'm going to read uh, verse 1, and then I'll skip forward quite a bit. But verse 1, it says this, Now it happened after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, and he's talking about the third year of a famine. Mm-hmm. So, there, for, so for three years, it hasn't rained. Why? Because God told Elijah three years ago, pray that it doesn't rain. Right. And then three years later, this is three years later. Yep. All right. So three years later, the word of the Lord came to him saying, go show yourself to Ahab and I will send rain on the face of the earth. So Elijah went to show himself to Ahab. And now the, the famine was severe in Samaria. So here you see it hasn't rained in three years. Mm-hmm. People are miserable at this point, you know, because famine is not a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and God gave him a word. See, this is the word that Elijah put his faith on. Mm-hmm. You know, God told me that rain is coming. We haven't seen rain in three years, but God said the rain is coming. Right. Right? So what does that mean? That means there's, there's, some, there's a promise that, uh, that Elijah was able to put his faith on. Right. Now, let's fast forward because then you see Elijah faces the prophets of Baal and, and embarrasses them yeah, and all that lots stuff. And lots of stuff in that story. Ooh. Yeah, and, and so basically right when they finish slaying the prophets of Baal, you see verse 41, and uh, this is what it says. Now Elijah said to Ahab, 
So now Elijah is speaking this word to Ahab. Mm -hmm. Go up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of the roar of a heavy shower. Heavy shower. Heavy shower. So, so hear this. Are there any clouds in the sky at this point? No, there's none. And what's, they're in the middle of a famine. What does that mean? Food and drink is scarce. Mm -hmm. And what's Elijah telling Ahab to do? Eat and drink. Yeah. You know, you like food and drink is scarce, but I want you to go up, eat and drink. Basically, have a feast. Yeah. Be in faith, knowing that the, shop, the rain Believing is coming. Believing that what he right? said is going to come to pass. Yeah, God said it. It's coming to pass. Mm -hmm. No clouds in the sky. There's no sign that it's working out. No sign that any of this is happening. Mm -hmm. But he's saying, no, eat and drink. It's happening. Amen. Right? So here's the reality. Even if you don't see anything change in the natural, mm -hmm. This does not change. Yeah. See, he, the, the reality is what I see in the natural doesn't change what God said. Mm -hmm. What God said changes what I see in the natural. Amen. Right? Amen. See, what I put, that was good. Put what I, what mm -hmm. I see in the natural doesn't change what God said. Yep. What God said changes what I, what I see in the natural. Mm -hmm. God's word changes things. Amen. Right? But here's, the, here's what Elijah had. He believed that what God said. Yeah. He believed that he had received the word from God, Amen. and he knew that he was going to have it. Amen. So, so, you know, that's what the Bible says in Mark 11. You know, you see this mountain. Mm -hmm. What do you say? You speak to this mountain, tell it to move, be cast into the sea, and it will, and it will happen to you. And this is what right. Jesus said. Right. So, therefore, I tell you, believe you, when you pray, believe you have received it, and you will have it. Amen. Believe you have received it, and you will have it. Mm -hmm. So my faith in what God says ensures that I'm going to receive what he promised. Me. Amen. 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 And it's, it's real things. You know, mm -hmm. we're not, you know when he talks about when that, that story where Jesus is talking about, and you speak to this mountain mm -hmm. and, and tell it to move and, and be thrown into the sea. Yeah. He's actually teaching in reference to uh, an earlier experience where he went by uh, a fig tree and it had mm -hmm. no fruit. And he cursed yeah. the fig tree. Yeah. And literally the next day, the tree was dried up. Mm -hmm. So he had spoken to a real, um, tangible, physical object, and it had an effect. Mm -hmm. His faith on that had an effect. Yeah. So when Jesus, later, he's, he's talking to his, his disciples, mm -hmm. and they're asking him about this. You know, what, what is going on? This is kind of crazy that you were able to do this or that you did this. And he gives the same example there of... You speak to a mountain and it'll leave. Yeah. It'll be gone. Yeah. So we're talking tangible, real yeah. things that are going on. A lot of people try to make that into a metaphor, you know, your yeah. problems or the mountains that you yeah. have to deal with. But when Jesus was talking about that, he was talking about literal, physical, real things yeah. that he was speaking to. Not just, a, you, know, you know, Lord, help me with, you know, maybe my attitude toward this or being able to receive from you. He's saying... Speak into this situation. Yeah. Lord, your word says that I'm to walk in, in um, provision yeah. and abundance. Yeah. Bring profit yeah. and abundance to my business. Bring customers to my business. Help me to recognize opportunities in my business. Yeah. Things like these are physical, real, tangible yeah. things. Mm -hmm. Not just, you know, help me to have a better attitude about, you know, you know being in life or doing mm -hmm. whatever I'm, I'm called yeah. to do. Mm -hmm. Call to those specific things. He's trying to give you a, a tool 
to, to work on the very specifics of what's going on in life. Mm -hmm. He's given us authority. Yeah. And, and we, by faith, we have to apply that, that trust in his word and that trust in him mm -hmm. to bring it to pass and to yeah. receive what he's spoken mm -hmm. through his word yeah. and you know, potentially through our, our leadership, you know, yeah. when God speaks through them. Yeah. So it's not just a, you know, a wishy-washy thing. Mm -hmm. it's, it's the real day-to-day -day stuff. Yeah. God wants us to speak into those things yeah. by faith and trust Him yeah. to bring those things to pass. So when we're getting kind of discouraged with stuff, mm. it's not about those little stuff things. It's yeah. about taking ground for the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Seek yeah. first His kingdom and all these things will be added unto you. Yeah. His kingdom is in trusting His word and in faith in Him and faith in what He's called it called you to do yeah and that's vital it, like it everything is. that you just said is vital it is because well here here look at this so so ahab went up to eat and drink elijah went up to the top of mount carmel and he crouched down to the earth and put his faith between his knees hmm. and then he said to his servant go up now and look toward the sea uh so he went and looked and said there is nothing hmm. and he said go back seven times seven times he said seven back. times so well like can you imagine this you know, uh, his servant Gehazi comes. Uh, there's nothing there. Okay, yep. go 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 check. Yep. But there's nothing there. Go check. Okay. He he goes. Uh, there's nothing there. Go check. But there, go go look again. Mm -hmm. Like like four, three, or one, yep. two, three, four, yep. five, keep six going, times. Keep going. Right. Like go go check. Like at see at this point, and this is why what you were saying is so is so important. Because, well, like, this is what I've seen is where people, they try to believe in something yeah. and they don't see it happen. Right. And so they just kind of superficialize it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, imagine if Elijah said, well, maybe, I guess God was talking about a spiritual rain, mm. you know, a, a spiritual outpouring. Yeah. Yeah. That must have been yeah. what he was talking about because I don't see any, any actual rain coming, mm. right? Like, like, what about, um, oh, well, you know, uh, in Second Corinthians 9, 8, where it yeah. says that Jesus became poor so that you through his poverty might become rich. Oh, uh, well, you know, he's just talking about spiritual, spiritually rich. He's not talking no. about actual riches. You know, we literal. Like, Come on. Like, you, you know, but you hear yeah. people say stuff like that. Oh, yeah, know, like, a lot. Like, oh, you know, by his stripes we're healed. That's talking about a spiritual healing. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we superficialize the yes. promises of God. Yes. And be, when we superficialize the promises of God, we never actually receive the promises of God. No, he's talking about, like, if you look in 2 Corinthians 8, verse 9, that he became poor so that we, through his mm -hmm. poverty, can become mm -hmm. rich. That word rich is material wealth. Yeah. And all in the context, he's taking an offering, and he's yep. talking he's about talking about money. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you, look, you look at, uh, in, in Isaiah, or, yeah, Isaiah 53, when it says, by his stripes you we, were healed. We held, yes. The word is Rapha, where we get Jehovah Rapha, where mm -hmm. God, you know, talks He's earlier, I will take all sickness and disease from you because I'm Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals you. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, or, or I'll bless your bread and water and none of you will miscarry or, or be barren yeah. in the land because yeah. I am your healer. Yes. You know, he's talking physically. Yes. So like, um, so here's the thing. When we superficialize the promises of God, we won't receive them. But when we put our faith in the reality that, no, the promises of God are yes and amen, yes. we will receive them. So like, here, here's the reality though. He, he's telling his servant, go, mm -hmm. look again. There's nothing there, Elijah. Go, look again. There's nothing there, Elijah. Go, look again. There's nothing there, Elijah. Go, look again. I mean, I guarantee you, his servant 
at this point, it's like, what getting, is wrong with this? Getting tired guy? of going and looking, do, all right? Do I, do I need to find a new job? Because, you know, my master's a little, a little interesting right now, right? Like, go, yeah. look again. See, like, yeah, you know, you've been right all the way up to now, but this, mm -hmm. this is like number five. You're sending me up there again to go right. look. Come on, can, I mean, mm -hmm. are we done yet? Seriously. Yeah. And, and, but but here's the thing. There's really only two two response. Well, there's three responses. There's just drop the faith. I guess it didn't work. I guess I must have misheard. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, like yeah. like. And here's the thing. The devil will try to put that in your head. Well, you must. You must not have heard God right. You know, yeah. you must you must have, have missed it there, or oh. may, maybe maybe there's something you're doing wrong, and yeah, now I... you need to spend all your time over analyzing everything that you're doing, rather than, hey, if God said it's coming, that what does that mean? That means it's coming. That doesn't mean you know, like obviously there's there's uh, action attached to your faith. Yes, yes. But but basically what what I need to do is I need to trust that God is good. Mm -hmm. And that if there's anything I need to do, he'll show me to do it. Yes. I mean, that's what Elijah did. He yes. went up and began to pray, seek yes. the Lord. You yes. know? Attaching his faith to the promise. What did right. Ahab do? He ate and drank. Mm -hmm. But but what we need to do is recognize if God said it, he's going to do it. Amen. If God, if God said it, he's going to do it. Put that in the comments. If yeah. God said it, he's going to do it. Yes. But all I need to do is not drop my faith and not give up on the promise. I just need to, to press in because there's three responses. There's either... There's either you drop faith, mm -hmm. which faith doesn't have a shelf life. Put that in the comments. Faith does not have a shelf life. Pastor mm. actually talked about this last week. You know, when does faith quit? Yeah. But, like if, if, you, if you haven't had a chance to watch that broadcast, go back and yeah. watch it. That was a powerful message. When does faith quit? When does faith give up? It, uh, it doesn't. It doesn't. Faith doesn't have a shelf life. So right. it, I've been believing this for, for several months, and I haven't seen anything happen yet. Mm -hmm. Keep believing. Keep putting your faith in the Word of God. Keep, keep calling on God. God, show me. Like, God, I trust you. I'm believing in your Word. I know that you're going to do what you said in your Word. Keep, keep believing. Don't quit. Amen. Don't superficialize the promises. Mm -hmm. You know, because, uh, like, you, you'll hear people say, well, I used to believe in healing, but then I, this happened. And, mm. you know, and then, and then what they do is they alter the word of God to, to meet their circumstances. Yeah, they rationalize away mm -hmm. its ineffectiveness yeah. because they don't want to look face to face yeah. with them not having faith yeah, yeah. Or, or not applying faith or, mm. or trusting in the Lord. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting the, the um, example you use and, Hebrews Hebrews eleven one faith is the assurance of things hoped for the yeah. conviction of things not seen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he he couldn't see. You know, his mm -hmm. servant couldn't see yeah. it, yet he could. Yeah, he he saw it and believed for it to come to pass. Yeah, because he trusted God, mm -hmm. and his yeah. servant was looking in the natural. Yeah, and and we don't. We, we live in the flesh, but we don't walk in the flesh. We walk according to the Spirit. We yeah. walk according to the Word of God. It, it overrides yeah. our own you know, personal opinions, in a sense. That's yeah. the whole point of it. Um, there, there's a way that seems right unto a man, but the end thereof is death. It, yeah. it, there's nothing good in our own mindset or our own fleshly opinion. Mm -hmm. it, it's when we trust the Word of God, He will bring to pass what He has set yeah. forth to accomplish. Yeah. And our responsibility is to put faith into into His Word and into Him. You know, He says He's a He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Yeah. And when we put His kingdom first, mm -hmm. 
all this, everything that he's promised here, yeah. this is all promised to each one of us. Yeah. It's not just for pastors or, or teachers or prophets. It's not just for people who are in full-time ministry, you know, that are, that are in this as a vocation. There's a lot of people that are in ministry just to get paid. That doesn't mean they're in faith either. The reality is that this book is not written to just the people of, of ministry. This is written to every single human being on the planet. And our responsibility is to have faith and put faith in him and trust him. And, and so much of the time, as we were talking about, you know, don't quit. The enemy wants to throw junk at you constantly. He, he, he always does it. Yeah. But he, he will put even a greater press on you and try harder to mess with you when you're obeying the Lord. Mm -hmm. When you are applying faith and you're going forward, he's going to throw junk at you. Yeah. Pastor's given this example multiple times about how when the enemy sees it getting close to the breakthrough and he can see that things are actually going to happen, mm -hmm. that he's pushing all the harder against you as a believer, to try to stop you and to try to make you drop faith mm -hmm. and walk away from what God has, has either spoken or provided or, or has a plan for you. Mm -hmm. And he's going to push hard, hard, hard. Well, it's funny, my wife and I, we were just talking about this last night about um, you know, how many weird, crazy, dumb things have, have kind of been thrown at us over these, these past few weeks um, as, as we're trying to start our own business, trying to do our own business as the Lord has called us to. And we want to, by faith, trust that he's going to bring it to pass. Now, my faith is not that I can do it. My faith is that he's called me to it and that his provision is in it. And that if I obey him and I, I honor him in what I do and I'm led by his spirit to do what he's called me to do, he will bring the results to pass that he's promised. Mm -hmm. But yet the enemy keeps throwing junk. And we were just talking about it. I said, you know, it's the enemy. He just He wants to kill, steal, and destroy. Mm -hmm. He wants to distract. He wants to mess with people and, and get them away from what God has for them. Because if, if, we, if you think about this, if we all trusted the Lord, like he, he tells us to in his word, mm -hmm. and obeys him, we all do this. All, imagine the momentum of the kingdom of God mm -hmm. and how it would be unstoppable mm -hmm. yeah. in, in, with God's power at work and, and us following by faith and obedience to him. Yeah. The enemy doesn't want that. That's why he tries to distract and, and separate people and cause you know, angst and division in, yeah. in the church, in the body of Christ. Yeah. That, that's his plan, divide and conquer. Mm -hmm. But we are more than conquerors through yeah. Christ. Yeah, amen. That, there's a shameful plug for a book I know. It's called Conqueror by Buddy Crabtree. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, good book. I read it. Go find it. It's, it's on Amazon. It's I liked decent. it. Um, Encouraging. But, but no, like what you're saying, like just the, what kind of momentum can yeah. we get if, if all of us choose? Yes. Like that's, that's what Jesus talked about when he said, and on this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail Amen. against you. That's Amen. who you are. Amen. You're a part of the church. You're a part of the body of Jesus mm -hmm. Christ. And can the gates of hell, could they stand against Jesus? No. Uh, no, mm -mm. no, not in the slightest. 
So when I partner my life with Jesus, I'm going forward and I'm overcoming. That's yeah. who we are. We yes. talked about that a little bit yesterday. Yeah. You know, we are overcoming conquerors. That's who we are. Yes. And uh, but you brought up uh, Hebrews eleven one, mm-hmm. and I really like the way the Amplified Classic reads mm-hmm. that. Uh, this is what it says in the Amplified Classic, and, and, and relate this to what uh, Elijah is doing. You know, with with his yeah. servant. Send you know, as they're back coming up. back and back and back. This is what it says. Now, faith is the assurance or the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for. What is the, what, what is the title deed? Mm. It's proof of possession. Yeah, ownership. It, it's proof of ownership. It means I have this. Mm-hmm. So faith is the proof of ownership that I have what I'm believing for. Like, Amen. that's powerful. Amen. And then he says this. Mm. Uh, it being the proof of things we do not see and the conviction of their re- reality. Hear this. Faith perceives as fact what is not revealed to the senses. Yes. So... So here, here's what Elijah's doing. He's perceiving as fact that there's rain coming. Yeah. Even though his natural senses say that there's nothing in the yes. sky. Yes, and his, and his sermon saying yeah. there's nothing not there. Yeah, there's nothing there. But, but his faith is perceiving as fact. So, hey, you might be in a place. I don't see how this is going to work out. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really even see anything moving. I don't see, I don't see anything happening right now. Is, is it coming to pass? No, faith perceives as fact. Hey, I don't see anything in the natural, mm-hmm. but I know it's working out. Yeah. I know God is doing something. I know my breakthrough is just around the corner. And, and like you were saying, when the enemy tries to bring pressure, that's evidence my breakthrough is on, yeah, is, true. Is, is on the yeah. way. If you, yeah, if you want evidence, if you want to feel evidence of, of God's purpose and plan being important, mm-hmm. feel it in what the enemy is yeah. coming against you in. Because yeah. so, he doesn't want that to happen. Yeah. If, if you can't sense that God wants you to get you there, sense that the enemy is coming against you because you're mm. trying to serve the Lord. Mm. It's f- for real. It's there. You can see it all day, every day, that the enemy wants to distract you from what God called you to. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. If I recognize that when the enemy really just seems to start trying to pile on, mm. oh, man, I can just throw my hands up in the air and praise. Oh, praise God. My breakthrough is <laughs> so close. Amen. My breakthrough is here. And you know what? That What happens is that praise... Ushers in yes, that breakthrough. True. The enemy's trying to bring it, but if yeah. I choose to praise, now if I choose to, oh man, I don't know if I can get through this. He's just piling on all this. Stuff. You know, that's hindering my breakthrough. Yeah. You know, that's keeping me from being able to pop. No. Oh man, the enemy's really trying to push in. Well, praise God, my breakthrough is right here. The rain is coming. Yeah. The rain is here. The rain is just around the corner, so I'm not going to get discouraged. I'm not going to drop faith. My faith's not going to have a, a shelf life. No, I'm winning. Amen. I'm conquering because I know my God will make a way for me. My yeah. God makes a way where there seems to be no way. But right. no, oh, this pressure's on. Man, praise God, I'm going through. Yeah. I'm overcoming this in right. Jesus' name. Well, you know, sometimes we, we sit back and we get a little emotional about things and a little disappointed in things. Maybe things don't look like they're working out, okay? Mm-hmm. So let's just be real for a second. You know, it, it can be somewhat discouraging when you, what you think is going to happen mm-hmm. doesn't come to pass as quickly as you thought or even in the way that you thought. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes our expectations aren't really based on God's leading. They're, mm-hmm. they're maybe an assumption <coughs> of something or... Um, a belief that oh this is going to be you know this is going to be so easy we'll just do this and and everything will be perfect there won't be anything to do really it'll just you just fall into it you know what the, the lord calls us to um endure over and over and over in the in the word it talks about enduring 
and, and being patient and, and being submitted to the Lord in, in all things to take up our cross and follow him. And, and I'm not trying to bring you down by, by reminding you of this, but faith is um, not just a, a feeling. It's not just a euphoria. It's not just a, you know, pull yourself up by your, your bootstraps and get going kind of thing. Sometimes faith is putting feet to something and walking it out. And it, God doesn't, nothing in here that God has given us um, was just a walk in a park. I mean, if you look back at the word, the, the Lord has, has, through Jesus, he gave his life. He, he put energy and effort into obeying the Father to give us what we have. Our responsibility as we grow up in Christ, the, the, the word says, and we were talking about Romans 8. There's a, there's a part in, in uh, Romans 8 a little earlier. Actually, it's a little later. It's the next verse, 29, where it talks about our, our, we are predestined, uh, in a sense, to walk as Christ walked. We are called, and we, we have a purpose and a plan, and that, that God, our, our predestination, in a sense, so if you look at it this way, that not predestined in that you don't have a choice in anything. It's, um, so you want to go to um, the Grand Canyon. So you get a map, and you decide, okay, this is how I'm going to go, and that's where I am going to go. My, my destination is the Grand Canyon. So in a sense, you are predestined. So now let's not get caught up in the word of, or in that, the idea that some people have a predestination. All that means in this word is that you have a destination that God has called you to. And it is there, and it was there before you even were born, that God's called you to, be, to come into um, faith and become the likeness of Christ. That is the destination where you're supposed to go. It didn't say it was going to be simple or easy or a lay down, nothing, no work kind of thing. We're called to diligence. We're called to prayer. We're called to faith. We're called to endure. So there is effort and energy that needs to go into this. So what we do with ourselves is encourage ourselves in the word. We confess the word. We trust God for results when, when we can't see them. The point of Hebrews 11, one, is there, it's evidence of things not seen. Things that are seen don't need faith. You don't need any faith if you can see the, the results happening the way you thought they were going to happen. That's not faith in God. It's like people who say, I'll believe it when I see it. You know? Exactly. That's, no, you'll never see it. That's not actually belief. Yeah. You know, it's a fact that's at that point. That's walking by sight, yeah, not by faith. Yeah, totally. And that's mm -hmm. not what we are called to. Mm -hmm. So as God calls us to step higher and higher and higher in our faith in him, not to have, oh, ye of little faith, mm -hmm. where we don't trust and circumstances happen and we get all weird and, and worried, he's calling us to have an apply faith in his word above our circumstances, mm -hmm. above what we see, above how it feels. And, and I understand it, it feels not fun in the flesh. In the flesh. But our, our call is to be spiritual believers having faith in Christ and following him by the leading of the Holy Spirit in the word. Mm -hmm. Absolutely none of that has anything to do with my feelings in the flesh. Mm -hmm. None of it. Yeah. So it's a, it's a call to come into a, into a faith that 
doesn't care or, in a sense, doesn't let the world's results affect you as a believer. You have to trust God in whatever it looks like. It doesn't matter. God's going to bring to pass what he said he's going to bring to pass. And it's got to be that much of a cut and dry, I trust God. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's another verse in uh, Romans chapter eight where it talks about actively putting to death the deeds yeah, of the, the flesh. Yes, the deeds of flesh, right? Yeah. So like, so like, my flesh in the moment might be saying, "This isn't working. This isn't happening, right? What's going on?" But no, I'm, I, my job is to kill that. Yes. My job is to kill those thoughts. Is yes. to kill those feelings. Yep. Is not walk by by sight. Right. See, see, we walk. Put the put this in the comments. We walk by faith, not, not by, by sight. sight. That's who we are. So in the natural, when I'm looking around, it's like, how the, how the heck is this going to work yeah. out? You know? yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. I'm not focusing and walking based on what I, what I see. Right. I'm walking based on what he said. Yes. And when I walk based on what he said, I can change what I see. You yes. know? Like, yeah. like and my, God will. You, yeah, it allows God will for God to yeah. work in your life in a way that goes beyond your, mm-hmm. your physical limitations yeah. because you're applying faith, mm-hmm. opening that opportunity to the, yeah. to the Lord to work in your life, mm-hmm. to work through you and in you and yeah. for you yeah. by, because you trust Him. Yeah, yeah. So, so you look at Elijah, right? Mm-hmm. So like kind of going back to what you were saying a little bit, you know, when I'm sure Elijah would have preferred when he sent his servant out the first time for <laughs> yeah, there to be course. a massive dark cloud and yes. it's already raining. Well, yeah, it's already right. sprinkling. Yeah. But, but uh, no. here's the thing. He already recognized the second I, I bowed down and prayed and, and believing the yes. word that God already said, I already know what's happening. Yep. So he already knew what was coming. So he sent his servant out. He, his servant looked out and saw, mm. oh, there's nothing there. Oh, that doesn't bother me. That doesn't move me. You know, mm-hmm. go look again. Because he, why, why did he do this seven times? Without phasing and without wavering, because he knew it's coming. Yes. You know, so go look again. So yeah. that's faith. Like you were saying, faith walking out. Yeah. Go look again. All right. See nothing. Let me walk back. There's nothing there. No, go look again. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six. The seventh time he goes out, let's look yeah. at this. And then uh, it came about, this is First Kings 18, 44. It came about the seventh time that he said, Behold, a cloud as small as a man's hand is coming from the sea. How small of a cloud to be the size yeah, of a man's yeah, hand. From, That's tiny. Like, yeah. how can you even see that? But you know, like, oh, there, there's a cloud the size of a man's hand that's One coming cloud. up from the sea. One cloud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? In, in the whole you, sky. If, if you're out going to have a picnic mm-hmm. and you see one cloud, are you worried about rain? Yeah, uh, not usually. Yeah, but, but God said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So look. So then, then Elijah, just hearing, there's one cloud. This is what he says. Um, he said, "Go up, say to Ahab, prepare your chariot and go down, so that the heavy shower doesn't stop you." He's really saying, "You need to leave now, or else you're going to be overtaken by that yeah. cloud the size of a man's hand." Yeah. Right. See, see, the first inkling, he was like, go, go, it's happening. Yeah. And so what happened? In a very, or in a little while, so it wasn't a long while, it was a little while, it was like a very short period of time, the sky grew black with clouds and wind, and there was a heavy shower, and Ahab rode uh, and went to Jezreel. And then the hand of the Lord went on Elijah, and he girded up his loins and outran Ahab. Imagine that, yeah. right? Yeah. You got, you got Ahab, his chariots, and his be- the best horses in all the land. And then you have this old prophet with his beard flapping in the rain, just running, running and overtaking them. Yeah. How weird is that? But, but here's the thing. 
Elijah did not give up on the word. Elijah didn't give up hope. He knew that God, if God said it, he's going to perform it. So keep going. Keep looking. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. You know that if God said it, he's going to do it. So I'm not going to give in to weariness or heaviness. No. If God said it, I'm just going to, all, all I'm going to do is expect it. Amen. I'm going to expect it, and I know what's going to happen. And uh, look, look at Galatians 6, verse 9. Galatians 6, 9 kind of wraps this whole thing up. Ah. Galatians 6, 9. You can read it if you're there. You beat Let, me this it. is NASB. Let us not lose heart in doing good, for in due time we will reap if we do not grow weary. Yeah. Amen. If we don't give up, we'll reap. Yeah. If we don't quit, we'll reap. If we don't allow, allow our sight to dictate what we do, mm -hmm. but we walk by faith, We'll reap. Amen. You know, the harvest is sure when we don't give up. Amen. Put that in the comments. The My harvest sure. is sure if I don't give up. So, uh, so let's look at it one more time. Let us not lose heart in doing, uh, in doing good, for in due time we will reap if we don't grow weary. I like the, how the NLT says it. It says, don't grow weary in well-doing, for at the right moment, mm -hmm. you will reap a harvest of blessing if you don't give up. Amen. So when I don't give up, my harvest is sure. Amen. If I don't give up, I will receive what I'm believing for. Yeah, yeah. If I speak to that mountain and command it to move, and it doesn't look like it even budged, like, like what happened when Jesus cursed the fig tree? Yeah, overnight, it dried up and died. It dried up, but what happened immediately? Withered. Nothing. I can't remember. He, yeah. he, he, said, he came up and said, I, he cursed the fig tree and walked away. Oh, true, yeah. Yeah, he cursed the fig tree and walked away. And then whenever they were coming by the next day, that's when yeah, they noticed true. it was withered. Good point. So, like, mm. did Jesus, you know, mm. what, did Jesus, like, say, oh, well, this is embarrassing. <laughs> let's, let's walk away. Nothing happened. Well. No. He said, no, I spoke it in faith, yes. and I know it's going to happen. And it will come to pass. You know, what does the Bible say, you know, in James chapter 5? Here, uh, referring to healing. Uh, James chapter 5, it, it, it tells us very clearly. It says, uh, is any among, among you sick? Mm -hmm. Here, let's look at it, if I can get there. James chapter 5. Ba -da -ba -da. All right. Is any among you sick? I've got to turn one more page. All right. Is any among you sick? Then he must call the elders of the church. This is James 5.14. He must call the elders of the church, and they are to pray over him, anointing his head with oil. And the prayer offered in faith will restore the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. So what does that mean? That means the second hands are laid on you. You've received what you're believing. Amen. The second hands are laid on you. Why? Does the word lie? Is the word not an untruth? No. Does no. God say anything in this word that's not truth? No. If he said it, it's true. So that means the moment hands are laid on you and the prayer is offered in faith, you have received all that you, you like you've received it. Whether you feel it or not, you received it. Whether you recognize it or not, you received it. It says, it says the prayer offered in faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. Amen. Now, whether you feel it instantly or not, no, you've received it. You've received it, so don't give up on it. Don't, don't walk away and say, well, I guess it didn't work. Mm. No, I, I, th that goes back to Ma uh, Mark chapter 11. Believe you have received it, and you shall have it. No, I received it in Jesus' name. The second pastor prayed for me, I received it, and I know I have it. The second I attach my faith to the Word of God, I mm. know I received it, and I, and I will have it. Amen. So, it, so and, and here's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying 
that, you know, well, I'm not saying that you need to spend your whole life waiting for your breakthrough. Because right. people can hear this and be like, well, I just need, well, okay, I'm just going to wait for it to come then. Mm -hmm. Oh, I believe I received it, but what they're actually, you know, but in, in, the, in their spirit, they don't believe they have received it. Right. They're just kind of waiting. Okay, when's it going to happen? Mm -hmm. When's it going to happen? That's not, that's not, see, hope is a joyful, confident expectation. Yes, expectation. That, yeah, it's an expectation. Not just, not just, see, because the Bible says now faith is. Mm-hmm. Right now, faith is. Mm -hmm. So it's not later faith is. Right. Now faith is. Yes. That's what, why. Why yesterday said, faith is. Yeah. Was. Right. Well, what does First Peter, I, I think, two twenty four, talking about your healing? Mm -hmm. It says, uh, "By his stripes we were healed." We were healed in the past. We were tense. healed. Right. Okay. So, so I know that I have it. Mm -hmm. I know I already have received. Mm -hmm. uh, God's already worked it out. Mm -hmm. You know, He's already done everything that He's going to do. It's already worked out. Now, it sounds like I'm contradicting myself, but I'm not. No. I already have received it. It's already on the way. It's already coming to me. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I've already received it by faith. I'm not just waiting for it to happen. I have it. Now, all I have to do is expect that what's going on in the natural is going to line up with what God Amen. said. And what, with what I already know I have. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm not, I'm not waiting for it. I have it. Yes. I have it. I have it. I have it. No matter, even if in the natural, it doesn't seem like I have it. I have it. True. And, and like Jesus said, say to this mountain, be moved and be cast in the sea mm -hmm. and it will happen. Yes. So if I speak to that mountain and I don't doubt in my heart, mm -hmm. see, that's where the enemy tries to, to, to mess us up is he gets us to yeah. doubt it yeah. in our heart. Yeah. But no, if I don't doubt in my heart, I know I will have what I say. Yes. I will have what I say. So when he said to that fig tree, when he cursed it mm -hmm. and walked away, and the fig tree looked completely normal, yeah, normal. as he walked away. Yeah. No, he knew he had what he said. Mm -hmm. He knew he had what he said. And when he came back in the, ne the next day, there it was withered. Right? Mm -hmm. So when, mm -hmm. when that prayer is offered, I know I have what I prayed for. Yes. I know. Not, not in my head. I agree. I mentally agree with, with what he said. No. I know in my spirit I have it. Amen. I know that I have it. Oh, man. It's, it's manifesting. It's manifesting. Okay, I get there's scripture. Um, it's First Thessalonians five. Uh, we'll start sixteen. Okay, so people go through stuff, and you're dealing with things in your life, and it is sometimes not a whole lot of fun. But this this says rejoice always. Yeah. Rejoice always. Mm -hmm. Verse seventeen. Pray without ceasing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks for this is the uh, this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. This doesn't say that that while you're uh, you're going to sit in this this everything so, so to speak and live with this junk. It says in as you go through these things, if you're in a, a position where things are not they don't feel great, still it says in everything give thanks for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus to give thanks. Mm -hmm. So it says, yeah. rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and give thanks. Yeah. Okay? If you ever need to just encourage yourself, go there. Okay? Yeah. Right there. There's, yeah. it, it tells you you have reason to rejoice. Yeah. The word is not a liar. You have reason to rejoice. Mm -hmm. It gives yeah. you a way to get from where you are to where God has called you to be, and that is to pray without ceasing. And remember, you're only going to be in that circumstance or that situation until God changes it. You have the authority to pray God's will and his word into being in, in spite of what you might see and rejoice in that and pray in faith 
to trust God for what he has for you. No matter what it looks like or feels like at the moment, God, God is an instantly God. God is a, you know, just an amazing, quick change type thing. You know, faith, not everything is, is so gradual with the Lord that you can't see it happening. God tends to do things in the suddenlies where it's like, I thought it was all over. I thought this was going to be a disaster. I thought everything was going to go south on this, and I didn't know where it was going to go. And when you apply faith and God has opportunity in your life, instantly, suddenly, God can make a difference. Change circumstances. God's word overrides facts, circumstances. That's the whole point. He is in opposition to what this world wants to tell you is true. God's word is above it and, and more powerful than anything that you're looking at currently in your life. God's word works. Yeah, amen. So that, that literally means there's no, no, no thing that you might face that God's not able to turn around. There's amen. nothing the devil has done in your life that God can't turn around. True. The devil is far under your feet. Yes. Why? Because we are seated with him in heavenly places. We are a part of the body of Christ. And God has set Jesus uh, uh, far above all mm-hmm. principality and power. Yes. They are far under his feet. They're far under my feet. Amen. So if the devil's trying to hinder anything, if he's trying to get you to, to get discouraged, don't grow weary in well-doing. Don't give up. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't quit because, God, because the, first and foremost, the devil's under your feet. He, he can't really hold anything back anyway. Right. Only if we allow him to. Yes. Only if we get, allow ourselves to, to experience right. the heaviness. Right. You know, like, you know, uh, but, or, you know, mm-hmm. we yield to the flesh. The mindset yeah. on the flesh, Romans 8, is death. But the mindset on the spirit is life and peace. Yes. So if I'm not in peace, I what I need to peace. do is I need to turn myself, I need to stop focusing on my situation, and I just need to recognize God's got it. Amen. God's got it, and I can put peace on that. Yes. And uh, actually going back to James chapter 5, I just, I forgot that this was literally right after what I said, yes. you know, the Lord will raise him up, and if he has committed any sins, it will be forgiven him. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. Yes. And he says this, the effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. much. And then he refers to your other story. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. <laughs> what does that? this mean? Elijah is no different than you. Yeah. He's a man. Yeah. He has the same nature as you. Like we think, oh man, Elijah was just this mighty man. But no, mm-hmm. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on mm-hmm. the earth for three years. Mm-hmm. Then he prayed again, and the sky poured rain, and the earth produced his fruit. Yeah. So you see the beauty of that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be anything special, right? All you have to do is believe. Like, you don't, uh, Barrett said, the wind and the waves are just destructive distraction tactics. Yeah. They only have power if we refuse, uh, if we refuse to use and yield ours to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the reality. So, so I'm going to choose today, and I want you guys to just jo- join with us. We are going to choose today. I'm not, we're not going to yield to what we see. We're not going to walk by sight. We're walking by faith. Mm-hmm. We're walking by faith, not by sight. We're, so... My sight might be telling me one thing, yeah. but no, my God tells me another thing. Mm-hmm. And I can speak to this mountain. I'm not going to use my words. Jonathan Shulsworth said it this way. Don't use your words to describe your mountain. Use your words to move the mountain. Amen. Like I'm not, uh, mm. Watchman Nee said it this way. Uh, either faith goes or the mountain goes. They cannot both stand. So mm. I need to choose. I'm not going to drop faith. Mm. I'm not going to give up. 
Because my mountain is moving. Amen. My mountain is moving. Put that in the comments. My mountain is moving. Mm-hmm. The rain is coming. Yeah. The, my breakthrough is just around the corner. Yes. Actually, no. Put this in the comments. My breakthrough is here. Amen. My breakthrough is here. I receive my breakthrough. I receive my breakthrough now. My breakthrough is mm-hmm. here. I'm not. Mm-hmm. See, because this is the thing. I praise God. That breaks, that breaks through everything that the enemy has been trying to yep. The gates of hell will not prevail against, Amen. against it. Mm-hmm. When I praise God, when I know, man, God's working it out. God has it. Mm-hmm. My solution is on the way. Man, mm-hmm. doesn't matter what I see. Doesn't matter what I feel. My God is working it out. Amen. My God has the answer. The rain is coming. My breakthrough is here. My mountain is moving. Hannah yes. put in the comments. Yes. That's the reality. God said it. It's moving. God said it, it's moving. I don't have to get discouraged and, and feel beat up. In my flesh, my flesh might be trying to freak out. No, yeah. shut up, flesh. My, my, my word, my God says I'm victorious. Amen. The word of God says I'm a conqueror. So, you know, forget it, flesh. I'm not going to let myself get discouraged and wrapped up and, and just, oh, woe is me. Yeah. You know, the, mm. everything around you, you know, Psalm 91, a thousand may be dying at your right hand. Yeah. Ten thousand may be dying all around you. Oh, this is not... Good. Can yeah. you imagine? Yeah. Everyone's dying. Like, yeah. I almost sang that to the, uh, every, everything is awesome. <laughs> Everyone is dying. This Lego is not movie. good. Lego movie. But, but the reality is, no, these evils will not harm me. Amen. Why? Because I'm not relying on what I'm seeing around me. Right. I'm relying on what God said about me. Yes. And his word works. Yes. His word trumps anything that I might see. And that, mm-hmm. and that's, that's your story. That's your testimony. Just don't give up. Don't quit. No, your breakthrough is here. Mm-hmm. Your breakthrough is here. Don't let your flesh overrule your spirit where you're just like, well, I see all these things. No, 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 no. My God is true. Yeah. Every other voice is a liar. Yep. Every other voice that's telling me it's not going to happen, it's not going to work out. Maybe you should kind of alter your theology a little mm-hmm. bit. You're getting a little bit weird, you know. It's just, he's talking about spiritual riches. He's talking about spiritual breakthrough. He's talking about spiritual healing. He's talking about spiritual. And no, 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 shut up. No, that's not the word of God. No, my God said what my God said in his word. If he said it, he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to superficialize his promises. I'm going to believe his promises. And I know that it's happening. Amen. I know that I have received what he's promised me. And the answer is sure. Amen. My harvest is sure because I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to let heaviness cause me to give up. Mm-hmm. No, my harvest is sure. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, guys, oh, man, this has been awesome. Guys, we're going to pray, pray for you. We're going we're gonna to just take some time to pray for you. You know, the, the Bible says whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. Mm-hmm. Whatever we loose on earth is loose in heaven. So right now, we're just going to take some time. We're going to bind up anything the enemy has been trying to put, a stronghold on your thinking, mm-hmm. a stronghold on on making you just kind of yield to the flesh. You know, you might have been just battling depression or discouragement or just heaviness recently. Mm-hmm. We're just like, man, it seems like all these things are just happening and they mm-hmm. just seem to be beating me up or grading, at my, mm-hmm. grading away my, my hope. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to bind that up. And right now, we're going to lose the, the rain, the, the, the power of God, whatever Amen. we're believing for, we know that we're receiving it today. Amen. So right now, in Jesus' name, Father, we thank Amen. you, Lord, Amen. that we are victorious yes, conquerors. God, your word says, thanks be to God, yes. who always leads us thank in triumph you, in Christ and manifests 
through us yes, the Lord. sweet aroma of his pl- presence and uh, of his glory in mm-hmm. every place. Mm-hmm. Father, I thank you, Lord, everywhere we go, we triumph. Mm-hmm. Everything we put our hand to do, we are victorious in because, God, we're trusting you. Yes. And you're leading us in triumph. Yes. So right now, in Jesus' name, every demonic thing, every demonic thing that has been trying to hold us back from the breakthrough, we bind you up and we cast you out right now in Jesus' name. We loose the power of God into every situation, into every home. Father God, let your miracle power, breakthrough power, enter in in Jesus' name. And we believe we have received. We receive the healing. We receive the hope and the joy. We receive breakthrough today. Father God, right now we receive breakthrough financially. God, we receive hope financially, God. We receive hope in our minds, joy back to our minds, God. Give us a garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness, the oil of joy for mourning. And Father God, we expect and we know, God, that you're working it out. Father God, I pray, Lord, that you will just bring an impartation of supernatural faith to your people today. To God, that their faith won't drop, that they won't lose faith, but they'll stand strong. They won't give up on the promise, but they will see the promise come to pass. In the name of Jesus, we will see your promises come to pass. In Jesus' name, because your word says that all your promises are in Jesus, yes, and in him, amen. We receive it, we believe it in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you believe it, put an a, a big old amen in the comments. Amen. If you believe that you have received it. Oh man, this has been good. Amen. It, has this encouraged you today? Because if, if anything, this has encouraged me. I've me needed too. this. Me too. Right? I was just telling you I needed this. So yeah. It's good. So praise God. He's, he always has an on-time word. Guys, amen. share this broadcast. Get this word out because there are people who need to hear it. Amen. But guys, we sow this broadcast into you. You know, as we're wrapping up, uh, we show this broadcast to you. If, if you're believing for that breakthrough, if you want to just attach your faith to this word, we want to encourage you, you know, as the Lord leads you, because he always leads us in triumph. Amen. He leads us in triumph in Christ. So uh, as he leads you, as he leads you, if the Lord is leading you to sow today, uh, we have all the different ways that you can sow. You can go to giveww.org. You can comment, hashtag donate if you're on Facebook. Uh, we got Cash App. We got Venmo. Uh, Kevin put a big old amen in the comments. I love it. Uh, we got PayPal, text to give, cryptocurrency. There's a bunch of different ways that you can sow today. Amen. But guys, we're gonna just believe with you, man. If you're, especially if you're, if you're believing for a breakthrough in your finances, mm-hmm. th- this is how you receive it. I mean, Elijah in the actually the chapter before what we were talking about in First Kings 17, there was a widow who literally was getting ready to meet her last meal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. She needed a breakthrough. If anyone needed a yes. breakthrough. And, and what, what was she doing? She was gathering sticks for her last breakthrough. And what did Elijah say? He didn't say, well, let me give you something. He mm-hmm. said, well, what, what you have, give, give it to s- me. sow it in, into the kingdom. Yeah. And what happened? Throughout the rest of that famine, her bread never, her, fl- her flour and her oil never right. ran dry. Why? Right. Because she, she partnered herself with the breakthrough power of God. Yeah. That, that, that's how you fa- partner yourself with the breakthrough of power of God. It's mm-hmm. not by seeking people to give to you. It's by, no, partnering what you have with the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And, with, with, and when you do that, all these things will be added unto you. The breakthrough is sure. Amen. So we're going to pray for every seed that is sown today. And we're going to believe that your breakthrough is here in Jesus' name. Amen. You want to pray for that? Sure. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord. Thank, thank you. you for your word and your blessing, Lord, over it. We ask that you would bless everybody, Lord, anybody. 
that partners with us, that gives in obedience to your call, Lord, and your, your will, Lord. We just thank you for it. Ask that you would pour out your blessing, Lord, that it would be multiplied and poured out back to them, Father, in abundance, Lord God, that it would just just be just amazing even to them, that it would surprise them, Father, that you would pour out so greatly in their life. We just pray that your abundance, Lord God, would rest upon everybody, everybody that receives this by faith in the name of Jesus and puts their faith in you, God, and in your word to provide for them. And that you thank you for it, Lord, that you have given and promised that you will pour out abundance, Lord, for us financially, Lord, as well as spiritually, Lord, and physically. We thank you for it and we receive it now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Guys, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been an awesome broadcast. If this ministered to you, uh, make sure you give us a like, uh, share the broadcast, spread this word, because there are people who need to hear this message today. Amen. So, yeah, spread the word, share it. Uh, But, guys, we love you. Thank you so much for joining us today for What's the Word? Oh, man, this has been awesome. Amen. Amen. Well, now we're going to hand it over to Barrett, and she's going to wrap it up. We love you guys. We'll see you next time. We are going to be back tomorrow at 11.30 here on Lunch Plus. So if you are on Facebook, you can actually activate like the page. First of all, like our page if you haven't yet. But you can sign up to be notified each and every single time we go live. We go live every weekday, so you can do that there. And if you're on YouTube, what you can do is you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. And then every time we make an event or we go live, it'll pop right up there as soon as you open the app on your phone or you open up YouTube on your browser. So make sure to do those things that you never miss when we go live. But we are going to be back tomorrow. But before we hop off, we have exciting stuff. So we've talked about this a couple times. We want to make sure that you are aware. Brother Ted Shuttlesworth Sr. and Jr. But this is Sr.'s tent meeting. He's going to be here in Almoral. So is Evangelist Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. They're going to be coming and bringing the word of God, bringing their tent right here into the YMCA park. It's going to be Phenomenal! We are going to be ministering, feeding the hungry. Boomerang gets the honor and privilege of helping uh, Brother Ted's ministry to put this on Faith Alive. So we want to invite you to come be a part of it. We have different hotels here in town that are great to stay at, and we can hook you up with that information if you reach out. But if you would like to be a part, we want you to be a part of this too. It's going to be life-changing. So that's August 22nd through the 27th. We're going to have a promo video that we show you. That way you have the information but get ready. It's literally less than a month away. Oh, so exciting. And keep your eyes open because we, we've got some pretty good stuff in the works coming up this fall. So keep your ears open. Keep your eyes open. We'll hit you up with those as soon as they get planned out. But until then, we love you. We'll see you tomorrow, 1130.